Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, we're back for our another week of our podcast. Uh, I'm your host Scott and I'm joined today with Dustin. Hey guys, how's it going? And John. Yo. And John doesn't sound like John today. He's has a little bit of a cold. Say something. Say some more so we I can hear. I have a cold. So. Miserable. I have a cold. I'm miserable. <laughs> he's miserable. But you know what? The trooper that he is, he's here and he's uh, raring to go. So uh, <laughs> he's writing something on the board. What are you doing? He's always a distraction. Uh, he is a distraction. All right. Like Let's start over here. While he's doing that, Dustin, what you what do you got going <laughs> for uh, the week? Um, I've actually, we had a little bit of warm weather last week and, uh, it's kind of getting a little bit better now. So I went out to the garage and I started working on a drift trike. What? Yeah. So, That's tight. Well, we'll see when it gets done. So I, I picked up a, a BMX bike at the thrift store, Desert Industries. And, uh, there's actually kind of a funny story with that. I went to the the DI about a year ago, and I picked up this bicycle. It's a pretty nice bike. Like, didn't look like it had any wear or tear on it at all, and uh, it was like ten bucks. I was like, oh sweet, I'll buy it, make a drift trike out of it. I'd been wanting to do one for a while, <coughs> and um, it had flat tires. It needed air in the tires, but I started walking it back. I was actually here at work. I'd walk down to the DI for lunch, and then when I got back, or on my way back, about every homeless person that i ran into on the way back like offered me to trade their bike or something they had for it it happened like four times and just like no i'm good i'm good well let me buy it for me no i'm good i'm good but uh, i started working on that i hacked up the frame uh i pulled the front headset apart where the bearings are that hold the front forks and it had some freestyle stuff on it so i pulled all that apart um got rid of all the junk that i didn't want and then kind of put it back together. So I'm about ready to build the back half of the frame. And I think I'm going to use, uh, instead of using gas, I think I'm going to use an electric motor from a wheelchair. That's creative. So wh- what is a drift trike? When you when you say drift trike, what does that mean? So um, it's a trike that drifts. No. Um, so that that basic- is exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> So just imagine a bicycle, and you know where the pedals go in, that round part at the bottom, the hub where the pedals go? So from that point back, I've cut everything off. And then the post that goes up from where the pedals are that hooks to the seat, I've cut that off. And then I've cut the, the crossbar that when you were a kid and you crashed and you hit yourself on that bar that went across, I cut that off. So that's removed. So where the pedals go, that is now going to take, um, you know, the same, about the same angle, maybe a little bit steeper, and that'll be about four inches off the ground. And then I'll build a back half of the frame, uh, and the back half of the frame will be about four inches level off the ground. And then the two rear tires will be... Um, big wheel tires? Not big wheel tires, but... <laughs> you should put big wheel tires on it. <laughs> Well, so big wheel tires are good, but they don't last long enough. 
um, and they're not rigid enough. So what you do is you get uh, you get a go kart tire, and you deflate it, and then you put a piece of PVC pipe, a ten inch piece of PVC type pipe, and you make a sleeve, and then you reinflate that. That is so clever. So that'll be on the back, and they'll be about shoulder width apart. And if I was just going downhill, I could take it the way it is and go downhill and and play around on it, but. It's kind of a far drive to play with it, so I'm going to put an electric. A lot of guys put gas motors on the back, but I'm going to put an electric motor, gas engine, I guess, electric motor on the back. Way to be environmentally friendly with <laughs> yeah. your My electric. My footprint is going to get smaller. I'm electric feeling, hybrid. Feeling like that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so all of these guys are building them kind of like a go kart. I don't like the way the gas motor is. Takes up a lot of room. Uh, I don't think you get a lot of torque. It's loud. It smells a lot. Smells, yeah. So the other option is is to find an old ATV, like a 100cc three-wheeler or four-wheeler, and then use the motor from that. But people kind of think this stuff's worth its weight in gold, so it's it's pretty expensive to get. So instead, he's taking a Tesla apart and using the motor from that, your oh. dream car, John. I'm going to paint it that that uh, crimson red i'm gonna put a tesla sticker on it or something <laughs> that'd be cool that would be funny but uh let's see what can what can i call him i don't want to give away any names from anybody here underneath the bunker but uh seymour um we'll, we'll call him seymour 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 <laughs> the guy that we work here with at work um i went to ask him because i know that he does a lot of projects in his garage and I went to ask him about uh, wheelchair motors because at one point in time he had told me about them. And so I said, hey, where do you get your wheelchair motors from? And he said, I've got two. I'll give them to you. So I was like, all right, cool. So hopefully I'll end up with some free parts. We'll get going. I'll when post you some say pictures wheelchair, do you mean more like a jazzy? Yeah, electric jazzy okay. type thing. So I'll post some pictures on the Instagram page or for this episode. And that sounds like a really cool project. John, what have you been up to? Still working on that room, getting it painted. We've we went and got some sample colors. We're we're to the point where we've got to pick the color that we want. That's kind of nice. And uh, we bought a paint sprayer, like an airless paint sprayer, which is way overkill for a homeowner, I'm sure. But, but, but I've been trying to up my game on that and the technique. And what color? Like the, the seafoam green. What's no. the fancy name of the color you're looking at? You, you're going to laugh. Um, it's actually, I, I think the one we're going with is Argos. Not uh, even joking. Argos? Just Argos? Eater of Worlds, yes. So, um, okay. I have no idea what color. Dustin, <laughs> what color is Argos, uh, do you think? Pink? Purple. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, yeah, I think maybe a, a blue because he picked purple. I'd pick purple, but I don't want to copy him, so I'm going to say blue. So if you've played Destiny, the raid layer has, you know, the Vex guy, the Hydra, basically, right? Have you seen it, right? Sure. You haven't seen no, it? No, I haven't seen it. The guy is, like, a, almost black, and his name is Argos. So and that's what color your paint is? No, it's actually a really light gray. No, I like gray. Uh, so. Light gray. I like light gray. Yeah. That's what we did on our walls, light gray. I just thought the only thing that relates to Argos that I can think of is Destiny. 
So I would have thought it would have been more like that. Apparently, Argos has nothing to do with the color, though. So Does it have no a idea. base hue? Like, you know, like white? Like when we went to pick out white for our, our room that we just remodeled? They're like, this has a hue of yellow in it. And I'm like, oh, now that you've said that, no, I don't want that. So then we went and looked again. And then they said, oh, this one has a hue of red. And I'm like, I don't want a hue of red. And so we finally found one that had uh, kind of a grayish hue to it. Does your gray have like a red or a blue or a, does, is it gray, That's gray a hue? or fair question. So you can't eliminate hues from colors. They're all going to have it. It's, it's proportional to the color mix that you have. Well, the gray that we got before Argos was gray matters or gray, I don't remember. And it had a, a brownish, it kind of looked, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan, kind of looks like throughout, like a color that you just can't figure out what the heck it is. I kind of attribute nice. to throw up because you got so many different ideas in there. But um, so it had also kind of a green undertone, and I didn't like that. So Argos has more of a blue undertone for the gray, which I think goes better with gray overall. But anyway, that's the color I think we're going to pick. We also had a brown, but I don't know if we're going to go that way. Nice. Kind of sick. Very exciting. The beige. Discussion about man. Paint. It's like watching paint dry. Let's talk about <laughs> color some more. <laughs> what about you, Scott? What do you so, been up to? So uh, last week I was in Las Vegas for a business trip. So, and I have to tell you now, Las Vegas is not my favorite place to go for a conference. You, you guys ever been to a conference in Vegas? No, but I've driven through there at night, and it was 118 degrees, and it was miserable. So this conference was held at the Mandalay Bay. And I was staying at the Luxor in the Towers, and it's about it's about a quarter of a mile walk from there to the other, but it's completely inside, and I don't think I set a foot outside for the whole week, so I don't I don't know what the weather was like, to be perfectly honest. Country I blessings. did not see the outside except through a window. It's so hot, and there's nothing to see outside anyway. No, it wasn't hot. But this time of year won't be. Hot. It was not hot this time of year. But but my point is is other than the attractions on the strip which is like a quarter mile long it's just brown and hot the last the last two years i've been to conferences in vegas and they've been in the mandalay bay and i've been fortunate enough to stay in the mandalay bay and oh, lucky so you. you get to walk inside but it's in june and oh, so, so it's super hot it's outside. like 115 yeah. degrees outside vegas in the summer is not a fun place to be if you have to go outside um, so this was a, a big conference. They had like 35,000 people there. It was packed. Wow. Um, not my favorite thing to go do. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of did Vegas. That? I did. Someone's at our door. Go check and see who's at our door. This door? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Vegas anyway. I, I, I don't gamble much. You guys gamblers? I'm not a gambler. Negative, either. sir. I don't like to just give people my money for no reason. I so. give them my money, but, and and there's the argument that gambling is entertainment and you pay for entertainment. But there, that's not the kind of entertainment I care to pay for. So the one thing I do like to do, I didn't do it this time, but occasionally I'll play the penny slots. Have you ever tried any of the new penny slots they have? No. They're, They're almost not. like video games now. 
And they're not it's, penny slots. It's almost like an arcade. Well, they, they are penny slots, but you usually have to pay like 50 <laughs> pennies or something <laughs> in order to actually. Machines. They've yeah. got a funnel where you put the coins in so you could dump a bunch of pennies to pay. <laughs> right, you know, and then they've got all the different lines. So, But I do like to play the penny slots, and I usually will play like five pennies at a time just for the entertainment value. Will someone get the door, please? I would get the door, but when you've got 15 padlocks... To have to get yeah, to have to unlock. Where's the security it? guard? I don't know. Fire him. This bunker's not nearly as secure as I once felt. But that that's about as far as I go with gambling. You know, I'm. I, I, that's pretty entertaining to me to go spend two or three bucks, and I can usually play for fifteen twenty minutes on two or three bucks on some of these new slot machines that are pretty pretty interesting so no chance I, of winning anything no there's zero they'll chance en- but that, they'll entertain you yeah but i get entertained and, and you know they have a slot machine for everything um let's see i saw an old linda carter wonder woman slot machine i mean that's like what 30 years ago well wonder um, woman's hot right now so i've never heard oh. of linda carter the original Two. wonder woman <laughs> bing bing no <laughs> with her invisible jet in the last Scott, you should go look her up scott's dating himself um, let's see. Austin Powers. Um, Monopoly. Monopoly. I mean, everything you could think of, even if it hasn't been around for 30 years. Uh, I saw Lost in Space, like the original Lost in Space from the 60s. Appealing um, to the older crowd. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just crazy how many different licenses they have for all these um, slot machines. My favorite was the the... Big Bang Theory one, though. That one was pretty fun. Yeah, I walked right by that every single day when I was going to my conference. But, you know, remember when we went to Vegas? <laughs> yes, I, re- <laughs> I remember when we went to Vegas. Vegas. I, th- I thought we couldn't talk <laughs> about that. Why? We're what not allowed we to about? talk about Vegas, are we? Well, I mean, there might be some things that happen in Vegas that stay in Vegas. I mean, okay. nothing ever happened that was really bad. No, but, nothing happened that was ever bad. But I... Th- you know, I don't like to go to Vegas myself, and I hate going to Vegas by myself. Like, I've been to a couple of conferences when I've been to Vegas, and I don't know anybody, and it's just horrible. Yeah. So. The one thing about our trip, though, is we did the um, buffet of all buffets. When you and I went? Yeah. Yeah. So they have this buffet there, and it's in, like, all the – is it Caesar Properties? It's I think the, it was, It's the Rio, isn't it? Did we go to? We went to the Rio. Yeah, Rio's one of them. We went there twice. Remember, we went. We did went. We went buffet, and then the next day we went to the regular buffet. Yeah. So anyway, there's six or seven different hotels, casinos that you can go to in this 24 hour period, and during this 24 hour period, you can go to as many buffets as you want, right? So I think we went to what's the? It was. I think it was the MGM. We went to the MGM one for breakfast. We went to the Paris. So we started out the night before. We ate a late dinner at Rio. Yeah. And got totally stuffed. It and was I the think seafood one. We probably ate a bazillion crab legs. Yeah. And then the next morning, I think we went. I can't remember if we went to the Paris for lunch. We Either we went to the, we went to the MGM and the Paris, one for lunch, one for breakfast. And then we went back to the Rio for dinner again. So we got four buffets in. In a 24-hour period, and that that was bad. It was bad. It was awesome to do it, but the next we couple were, of days were bad. We were paying the price for a couple of days. I am impressed at how much food you two can eat. We probably put down 20,000 calories in a 24-hour period. 
<laughs> I forgot all about that that pass. That was actually really fun. It like, was, it was way fun, fun to do it. And that was uh, we went to CES back in the day. Yeah. So the consumer we, electronics show. I mean, we walked all that calorie. Oh yeah, take for off. sure. We walked all those calories. <laughs> Twenty thousand calories. You walked all that off. Yeah. Well, we stayed at uh, we stayed at one of our friends had a condo, and so we had to drive someplace. So we didn't have parking on the strip, and so we had to park someplace where we could get on a bus to go to the conference. So, well, no, we ended up parking at Circus Circus, and then we walked over to the convention. Oh center. yeah, we did do that. I forgot. So yeah, we walked. The along. next year, I parked someplace and rode the bus. That's right. Yeah, that was that was a fun trip. That was a fun trip. So, uh, and speaking of trips, let's talk about trips a little bit here this week. So, we want to talk a little about vacations. Your favorite vacations, where your family likes to go, you know, what... what? John, where was the last vacation you went? I think, I think the last vacation that wasn't related to, like, a funeral or a wedding or something where we, we went on vacation just for vacation and it was planned as vacation if that makes sense was uh we did a tour of i took two weeks off and we did a tour of yellowstone yosemite uh i don't think we yellowstone did. and yosemite yeah we did those are quite a far ways apart yeah we did yellowstone first and we stayed there for several days um the weather kind of got a little crappy towards the end, um, but then we left. That place is amazing. And What's amazing about Yellowstone? I mean, it's massive. It's so big. I kind of wish that they developed some kind of light rail, like electric light rail, because I'm not kidding. To get to one end of the park or from one end of the park to the other can take you an entire day. What if they had buffalo rides and you could just ride a buffalo around the park? I would f- I would be major in touch with Mother Earth and my, uh, you know. And the buffalo? And the buffalo and my Native American roots, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that would suffice for you if they had the, instead of light rail, they just did a buffalo. Uh, or horses or something, but. I mean, the park is truly, it's just massive. And um, I saw my first wild wolf, which, or wolves, which is very unusual. They, they're they usually pretty scarce. And we, we saw them tracking this um, elk, mother elk that had got separated. And uh, there was a, she's trying to cross the stream to get with the rest of the herd. And the wolves were sitting uh, by the banks of the stream, just like, come on over, we dare you, you know. And so she would head out about halfway across the stream and then come back to the side that she was originally on and do that several times. And uh, eventually everyone got bored and moved on, but that was a really cool experience. And then we also saw bear um, much farther out. We didn't see it nearly as clearly as the wolves. Um, but I'd never seen a wild bear, and we saw that. And then obviously the bison are amazing, and uh, just a really, really cool park. The day we drove in, there was a herd of elk. Um, we couldn't really see the herd of the wolf attack thing, but 
when we first drove in, we saw a herd of elk, probably had 50 to 100 elk, you know, several of them with huge racks, the men, of course. And so... <laughs> the men, the men elk. <laughs> the men elk with huge racks. I mean, they were, they were, it was awesome. And then that didn't even have anything to do with uh, thermal um, pots or whatever you call them. The geysers and all that stuff. It was you sound faithful, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. There's yeah. a lot of driving and then getting out of your car and a looking lot at something of and then get back in the car and drive. Yeah. So you're like in and out of the car and there's a lot of a lot of walking. But I agree, it's a spectacular place. Funny thing about that is um, the day we were leaving, I just thought of this. My boy, I don't know if it's something he ate. I don't know what it was, but he got real nauseous. Maybe it was that he wasn't looking out the windows or something. I don't know. And he's, I'm gonna throw up. What? I'm gonna throw up. I'm like, son of a, you know. So I roll down the window, his window, and I'm like, chuck out the window. <laughs> <laughs> just, just while you're going, you didn't yeah. even pull over. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even pull over. He literally threw up at like 40 or 50 miles an hour. And uh, at least he got it out the window. I know. We did eventually pull over, and we dumped some of the water that we had down the car so that we wouldn't have like glued throw up on the car <laughs> or stomach acid melting our paint or whatever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we went we went from there, then we then we went sat down uh, south and cut over to, oh, that's what we did. So we didn't go to Zion at this point. Uh, we had done that previously. So we cut over and went down to Vegas. That's what we did. We drove from Yellowstone to Vegas. That's a long drive. That is a pretty long drive. I think it was 10 hours. At it was least, a long time, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're like, we're going to camp at Vegas. It's cheap, 50 bucks. You know, we're going to save ourselves some money on our grand tour that we don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not rolling in the dough working for the bunker. So yeah. you just pinched a tent right there in the middle of uh, the strip and the, and the, homeless charged you 50 bucks to rent a space <laughs> so so this is where the previous conversation about it being 118 degrees comes into play this is the only time i've ever been to vegas was on this tour and uh we went to hoover dam which is really cool and they've got that new bridge that's close to hoover dam that's like hundreds of feet high in the air crazy um did you throw anything off of it i can't confirm that's nor deny anything about the behavior while we were there but uh it was super cool so we had the reservation for this campground in vegas and when we got out for the hoover dam and i felt all of my pores uh in my body tell me that they would rather me jump off a cliff than be out that temperature I look, I look at my wife and i'm like we can't stay here tonight it's too hot and she's like, yeah, I agree. I'm like, let's get a room. All the rooms are full. How are all the rooms full? I don't know. All the rooms are full, or they want ridiculous amounts of money. So Just one conference with 35,000 people there. Mm, fill yeah. up a lot of rooms. So what we thought was, well, let's just drive to L.A. then from here, and let's not stay overnight, you know, because it's not going to work out. Wait, you went south, Southern California, to go to Yosemite? Yeah, why are you going to L.A.? <laughs> We were in Yellowstone. We came down to Vegas. Right. And then we're going to cut over to L.A. And then go up, go north on in yeah. California to Yosemite? Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Oh, my drive. brother's in LA. That's that's why we went to LA. Oh, so okay, that my makes brother more sense. Because LA. Yeah. LA is completely out of the way to go to Yosemite from Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, we were like, let's hit the strip. Never seen the strip. Let's hit the strip with your kids. With the kids, <laughs> and it was like seven or eight o'clock. We'll just do it real quick. Okay, so we go, we go. Tr- I guess north on the strip. Is that right? North south. It runs. It does run north south. Okay. So. So, we're running. We run it north. No problem. Flip around and go to run it south. To uh, leave. So hold on. Are you in your car or in are you car. walking? Oh, you're oh, just no. driving. Okay. We just drove the strip. Um, we have no intentions of staying, and we've got to hurry because we got to get to L.A. and it's like a six or seven hour drive from Vegas. So I don't know how long, but however long it is, we've got to do that still. So we turn around to to go north on the strip. I don't know how to get out of there. I don't know where the freeways are. I'm not familiar with the area. I'm sure that if I continued going south, I could have caught a freeway and we would have saved ourselves sitting on the strip. And we literally sat on the strip for like an hour. So we went nowhere. And I was so frustrated. And uh, I don't know if that's par for the course for the strip. I don't have any idea, but we did not move. Was it a weekend? People were all walking past us on foot, like waving and partying and having a good time. No, it wasn't a weekend, I don't think. Maybe it was. I don't recall what day it was, but seven eight o'clock at night, seven or yeah. eight o'clock at night, so usually pretty busy. Yeah, so that was horrible. But anyway, um, not that you want to have a four-hour conversation about my vacation. So we went to L.A. That was really cool. Then we went up to the Bay Area. That was cool. We stayed in like this redwood forest campground, and the redwoods, you know, when you got out of your tent, were just huge, and that was beautiful. And then we cut over to Yosemite. And it was a drought year, and so um, that that fall waterfall that they're famous for, I can't remember, Angel Falls, Angel Falls, or something like that. No, Al Capitan's a. I think that's yeah, I think it's called Angel. I can't remember what it's called, but that waterfall was nearly dry. I mean, if you don't hit that waterfall the right time of the year, (coughs) you may not get anything at all, which was what happened to us. So uh, I was much less impressed by Yosemite than I was Yellowstone, um, but that could have been for several factors plus we didn't stay in Yosemite nearly as long but that that long answer to your short question would be the most recent vacation that I think that we took and that was like five or three or some other years ago that sounds like a pretty epic vacation that's a lot of driving all over like you probably went through like six states in your little trip there funny caveat I don't know how to camp I don't know how to cook or camp or any of it. <laughs> so guess what we had for food? Ramen. Nope. Pop-Tarts. At least in Yellowstone where there's no access to fast food or anything. Potato Pop-tarts. chips. Nope. Twinkies. Hot nope. dogs. Nope. Give us a, give a, a clue. Cereal. There's bread involved. <laughs> Sandwiches. P- PB&Js. PB&Js, the baby. The whole time? The whole time. <laughs> for like a week. Every meal of the day was <laughs> PB&J. Oh, wow. got to pay for the gas. we got to eat PB&Js. <laughs> it wasn't even about that. Is I, I didn't know, you know, I, you I had no experience. Buy some lunch meat, <laughs> you know, that's a sandwich. Well, okay, so to the lunch meat point, we didn't have a nice chest. So whatever we had with us, we mm. didn't, we couldn't refrigerate. So PB and J worked out for that. So you so camped up in Yellowstone? Yeah, we camped everywhere. We we brought a, a pop up tent or whatever, and everywhere we were, we camped. Mm. Yeah. And you didn't bring a cooler? Uh. Uh-uh. Huh. Wow. Do you know how many miles you put on your car? Oh, 
funny other story. There was a lease, right? And uh, so when my boy threw up out the window, when you rolled up the window, apparently throw up had gone down in the window. <laughs> <laughs> so when, oops, sorry wow. about that. So whenever you uh, r- roll up the window. Did smear on it? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Did they ding you for that when you turned it in? They didn't know because I washed the car. And you couldn't see it at all. Like, you had no idea when they did the once-over. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so if they would have rolled down the window and rolled it up, it would have been there. That's yeah. Awesome. And, uh, oh, there was another thing that I was going to say about that. Oh, yeah, so, and I was over miles when I turned in the lease, and that was probably part of it. I, I did go several thousand miles on that trip. So. Wow. Epic. Yeah, it was It was really fun. Nice. Dustin, what what? I don't know, your latest favorite? or greatest or greatest? favorite or what do you got? Most recent. That's what you made me do. Most recent. Mm. Mm. Um, well, I guess the most recent big vacation we would have taken, I'm going to say out of the state, was probably last year we went to Disneyland. Um, we do we do quite a bit of vacationing, I guess. Um, most of it is uh, drivable. We don't go... Uh, I got four kids. I can't fly everybody at one go, but um, we went to Disneyland last spring break. We've been to California quite a bit. We do a lot of Southern Utah stuff. So last year, uh, in state, last year we went to the Goblin Valley area. Have you guys ever been? No, but I hear it's pretty epic as well. The San Rafael Swell. Yeah. So funny story about that is we were actually going to go to Blanding, and so I got on. You know my Blanding connection, right? I don't. No. Um, my great grandfather basically founded the town of Blanding, and I'm related to pretty much everyone there. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So when you were on uh, Plenty of Fish or Tinder, if they showed up as a Blanding resident, you had a swipe left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So last last fall we decided we were going to go to Blanding. Well, I kind of decided. I was just looking Why for Blanding. I was just looking for something new, some so place to hike. Blanding. And Bland. No, there, there's actually quite a few hikes and canyons and stuff. To That's explore. true. There is quite a lot of stuff, but it's kind of more out of the way, and nobody knows about it. So I'm surprised you did. So I I did some reading and and uh, I found some mommy blogs. Uh, of some blanding trips and so I thought hey that sounds like fun let's go explore blanding we've never been there uh, it's it's you know six hour drive it's supposed to be a six hour drive um, and so let's go to blanding and so I booked uh, an Airbnb uh, it was really nice like a whole house and uh, the pictures were nice the, the person was really nice to work with and so we loaded up the kids and we got in the car and I drove to blanding and I didn't go the short way. I went down I-15 to 70 and then came over and then went down through Moab. So I added some time to the trip. So And then we stopped at Hole in the Rock and stopped in Moab and got something to eat. So it took What's us hole about... Hole in the Rock? It's a... It's a Hole in the Rock. Is that by Zion? Uh, no. Uh, so you go past Moab. It's, and, go ahead. So this guy carved a house out of a great big giant sandstone cliff 
So he, he just carved these tunnels and caves inside this great big giant sand, sandstone cliff, built a house inside. Are it's you allowed to do that, it, or is a lot of that area protected, or... Well, it's his property, guess, so... It's your property, you can do it? So now, it's, it. now oh. it's a tourist attraction. You he's got a there. gift shop, and... So we spent time. We stopped at Hole in the Rock, stopped at Moab. There's an arch on the way to Blanding. We stopped and hiked around, just took our time, went through this wash behind the, the arch and found all of this, I think it's called a ragonite. So it's, it's some kind of rock that kind of looks like like a dirty red glass type stuff so we spent just took our time getting there and just moseyed around and put the address in the gps and got into blanding and took our time in blanding stopped and got something to eat and then rolled up to the house and there's a couple of kids playing in the front yard and there's people inside the house but the kids are raking leaves so i was like oh maybe the host is here kind of tidying up and the kids are out raking leaves and so I sat and watched for a minute, and this doesn't seem right. Like, I don't know, something's not right about this. And so I walked over to the kids raking leaves, and I said, hey, is your mom and dad inside? And they said, yeah. And I said, is this your house? And they said, no, we're on vacation. Oh, how funny. And I was like, (laughs) can you go get your dad for me? So the dad comes out, and he's like, can I help you? And he's, like, looking at me really strange, you know. I said, Who's this creeper guy? By chance, are you renting this house on Airbnb? And he said, yeah, yeah, we've booked it. We've never been to Blanding before. We thought it'd be a fun trip. Lots of stuff to do around here. So I was like, ah, oh, man. So I got, jumped on my phone. I looked at my reservation. I booked it for the week, the next week. No. Uh, shoot. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> shoot. Eight-hour drive, and my kids and wife are sitting in the car. And I look back, and their faces confused. And I'm like, how do I walk back to the car and tell them <laughs> there's no place? <laughs> so I'm like, not a big deal. So I call the lady who does the Airbnb. She's like, hey, it's not a big deal. Let me call some of my other friends. I have some Airbnb friends. Let me see if there's anything available. We'll get you moved someplace else. So she calls me back about 20 minutes later. That's super nice of her, by the way. Oh, she was awesome. Like, the best... There, if you ever go to Blanding, there's a lady named Cheyenne that has a house in Blanding. It's it's a super nice house. I got to see inside of it. It looked really nice. She's super nice. She calls me and says, hey, not a single person on the Airbnb has rooms available. She said, there's something going on, uh, some kind of something. So I went to the hotel, booked out. Two hotels in Blanding, both of them were full. No vacancy. Dang it. So I'm like, what are we going to do? So we go back to the burger place, buy the kids shakes, start coming up with a game plan on the phone. So we drove back to Moab. Well, there happens to be a gigantic marathon and half marathon going on and a bicycle race at the same time. And it's fall break. So I honestly went through every single hotel in Moab and couldn't find a single place. That's the worst. Every single Airbnb couldn't find a place. So there's this place that's called Potash Road. Uh, I've done a lot of camping there. Um, so by this time, my kids have been in the car, I don't know, 12 hours, and they are just done. So I'm like, let's drive up this Potash Road. We can lay the seats down in the car, get a couple hours sleep. We'll figure something out. So <laughs> we slept in the car on the Potash Road. <laughs> nice. The next morning, still couldn't get a hotel in Blanding or in Moab. So I actually got a hotel booked. We went to Denny's for breakfast. I got a hotel booked in Green River. 
we spent the whole day in Moab, went to Corona Arch, went to a bunch of different up. Uh, can't remember what the canyon. They changed the name of this canyon. It used to be called um, Negro Bill Canyon, and now it's something else. So we spent the night there, and then we went to Green River, spent the night, and then we went to Goblin Valley, which is really cool. If you guys never been to Goblin Valley, it's way cool. There's a a slot canyon there it's called a little wild horse canyon um super the coolest slot canyon i've ever been in um so we did that and then spent the night again in green river and got up the next day and drove home so it ended up being a fun little vacation isn't that funny how you can totally get hosed you know but still make a good time out of it yeah it actually ended up being one of our funner vacations and we were only gone for three days but it was it was fun it's memorable i still yeah. get made fun of yeah <laughs> if you uh you know if you take that opportunity to look at the good side of things that can be i mean you'll you'll remember that vacation forever because of that and you'll joke about it forever and so yeah. that's pretty funny remember how bland our blanding trip was remember yeah. when dad booked the hotel for the wrong week <laughs> yeah. that's all i ever hear <laughs> you're gonna hear that forever and ever but then it's followed up yeah, that was the best vacation ever. Yep, exactly. What so, about you, Scott? Um, my family, we love to go to Disneyland. So that was the last vacation we took. The last how many vacations we took? <laughs> Do you <laughs> Pretty go much on most vacation that isn't Disneyland? No. Okay. So uh, we pretty much go to Disneyland. We actually went. Last spring break when Dustin was there too, yeah, and our, to be there we had a good time. It, we didn't plan that. We just kind of we made our own plans, and they made their plans, and we found out, hey, we're both going to be there because our kids are in the same school, so they have the same spring break, and so we kind of met up, and um, that was a great vacation. We had a lot of fun together. Kids got along great. Um, I think our kids really do well together. Yeah, they do good. They tend to like each other a lot. So um, that's what we do. We go to Disneyland. We love Disneyland. My wife is a Disneyland fanatic. We have been at least once every year since 2005. Wow. Are you going this year? I hope not. Well, that's how I <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found out you were going to Disneyland because I'm like, I'm going to Disneyland. I booked this trip. I should go talk to Scott because they're like the Disneyland experts. And then he's like, when are you going? Yeah, that's when I'm going. So it kind of yeah. worked out. That's, so, that's 12 times. Or 13. It's 12? probably more than that. Every, well, every year since 2000, what? Right, the same year we've gone twice. Yeah, I was say you went multiple oh, times in one year. Are you serious? Yes. So what kind of stuff does your wife get there? I mean, does she get stuffed animals or shot glasses or what? I mean, what? No, it's not really about the stuff. It's well, experience. It's just, there? yeah, she loves just being there. I love being there. I love Disneyland. We we do collect pins, and if you've ever tried that, it's like, don't do it because it's crack metal crack is I what I call it. I don't so know what you're referring to, but I guess so I'm at Disneyland they have these pins you can buy, and all the cast well not all, but a lot of the cast members wear lanyards that have these pins on them, and you can take one of your pins that you have and you give it to the cast member, and they give you one of their pins back. They have to trade. They have to trade whatever's on their lanyard. So it's kind of a, it becomes like a treasure hunt thing. And I love treasure hunts and I love completing things. I'm a completionist. You know, I have to have everything. So, Do you love booty? What? Do you love booty? Pirates of the Caribbean? 
<laughs> no. Do you you said you lo- you love treasure and treasure hunts? I said do you love booty? Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> There's a lot of treasure and booty in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. So, but she really loves it and don't get me wrong, I love Disneyland too, but I I personally I think there's more there's a lot bigger world out there so I would like to go do something else for a vacation this year this year um, we don't have any plans to go to Disneyland at this point we're kind of waiting for Star Is Wars land by design uh, by my design not her design I think she's gonna manage uh, have you to, talked about it yes okay I think she's gonna manage to work one in here somewhere or some way because okay. so uh, we might be going down there for a soccer tournament and if we do I'm almost positive we will end up at Disneyland for at least a day or two. So what soccer tournament for your boy or yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. I have to get more details on that, but, uh, yeah, we love Disneyland. Here's a question for you. Okay. What's your dream vacation? No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. But so that's, that's what we do for vacation. Um, you guys got Disneyland down packed, like we do. We like, I go to Disneyland, and I mean, we we work hard. Um, you guys actually had a lot of good tips and tricks for us, and you guys do enough time that you don't kill yourself either. Yeah, we're we're big believers in going for enough days that we. I refuse to wait in, in a long line. If it's busy, I will skip it and come back later. Because that's the thing about Disneyland is the the rides go up and down, and you know there's always a time when it's busy, and there's always a time when it's not. And if you get there when it's busy, just come back in a little bit, and it won't be. So, and you guys are park openers, and I'm a park closer. Yeah. And then when we went with you, we were forced to be park yes. openers to get the free parking. Yeah, I had parking on my pass, and so... So I was a park opener and a park closer on all of those days because that's what my family does. And that's does a long that day. Does just mean that you were there from opening to closing? Yeah, because if you get to Disneyland, the best time to be at Disneyland is either right when it opens or right when it closes. Because in the middle of the day, you get all the people who come there for eight hours, and they overlap for all, like me, who overlap in the middle of the day with people like Dustin... And so you have the openers and the closers there in the middle of the day, and that's the worst time to be at Disneyland. So you either have to be there when it opens, rides are really, lines are really short, or you stay all the way till it closes, especially if it's a late close like midnight. If it closes early, which it does a lot of times, um, that's not as good to be a later closer. But So you want to be one or the other. And or we have both. kids, or both, in Dustin's case. <laughs> My kids are animals. Like they, they're perfectly fine being there it, when it opens and being there till it closes. And that's not, like a fourteen-hour day. Yeah, and not not leaving the park. Like, hey, let's go get something to eat. Uh, no, can we just eat in the park? So, I mean, they, they sit down, and take breaks, but yeah, it's a good thing that no one in that park has ever got the zombie uh, gene. Yeah, that'd be a bad place. Or it could be like Zumbies meets Disneyland. Yeah. I I was in Disneyland when an earthquake happened, and they shut the park down. Oh, wow. And we couldn't get out. We couldn't get out of the park. Like, wow. I mean, we could have gotten out of the park, but... They wouldn't we got let you? To, well, no, we got to Main Street, and it was just shoulder to shoulder. Gridlock. And all of those people were trying to funnel down Main Street, and I finally just turned around, went back, and spent 60 bucks on ice cream instead. Nice. Yeah, Disneyland 
you know, it was designed in 1955 is when it opened, and it was not designed to handle the, the amount of world. people that go there now. So it is, yeah, it, it it gets, there's definitely choke points, and they have to do all kinds of shenanigans and roping things off and making traffic one way and all kinds of stuff to get people around when it's busy. So, yeah, we love Disneyland. So right now we don't have any, we actually have a vacation plan to go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering that was going to come out. So, so for me, it's because Vegas is warm weather in the spring, right? And I want to get some warm weather. And all I want to do is sit by a pool and read a book. So Vegas is good for that. Why not go somewhere like Mesquite or why Vegas? Uh, well, Cheap. Vegas is really cheap. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper to stay there than some of these other places. Plus, it also has some things to do. You know, we'll go to the dam, and I think we're going to go to the Red Rocks and go hike around rocks for a day. And, uh, you know, there's always the Strip, go to the M&M store. So there, there's things to do there. But my main point to this vacation is relaxing. to sit by the pool and have a relaxing vacation. Because Disneyland, while it's a great vacation, is not it's a work vacation. Are you you are dead tired at the end of it. What book? Forty Shades of Red? <laughs> no. I'll probably uh Forty read Shades of Argos. Oath <laughs> Oathbringer. Oathbringer. Oathbringer, okay. By Brandon Sounds Sanderson. Cool. Oh, okay. I've heard of it. Thought I'd heard of it. Since you say Sanderson, I'm sure I've heard of it then. It's the latest one in the Stormlight Archive. Hmm. Very cool. So, anyway, that's uh our plans for and then we don't have anything on tap yet so i don't know what our future vacation plans is we're talking about taking a cruise but let's get into that in a minute let's, my wife and let, i have wanted to do that let's take a let's do a would you rather you guys ready i'm ready i'm ready okay i've got it this week would you rather and you have to do this for one week okay okay would you rather put vinegar drops in your eyes three times a day for a week or use sandpaper for toilet paper that's easy. That's easy? Yes. Okay, which one? I would do the vinegar drops in my eyeballs. For a week? Yes. Because I've used toilet paper, the soft, gentle uh, toilet paper, and if, you know, my butt is at all irritated for any reason, it feels like sandpaper. And so the last thing... You, you've got a soft butt. But the last thing I want to do gentle is butt. use actual sandpaper on my sensitive buns. So I'll take the vinegar. I don't know what it feels like. I've never had vinegar in my eyes to my knowledge, but I, I'm pretty sure that I'd rather not bleed on my bun cheeks. Uh, so, yeah. All right. So that's, vinegar that's in the eye. Answer. Dustin? Pass? <laughs> yeah, pass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I'm I'm going sandpaper. Whatever. I really I am. I don't believe it. Yeah, I really am. Dude, Why? you're going to bleed. I, Dude, it, you think vinegar in your eyes is going to feel good? You're, it's not going to feel good, but you're not going to bleed out of your eyeballs. I, I have this story of this kid in college who didn't have any money, and uh, I wanted him to go get some cheese sticks from the pizza place down where I was going to college. And he took an eye drop of uh, Banaka in his eye, for five bucks and i saw how much pain he was in oh. for like hours <laughs> so i'm taking sandpaper oh dear 
Scott? So, yeah, I think I'm going sandpaper, too. Because, yeah. um, you know, you got to see. If you can't see, you can't do anything. Well, okay, I guess there's a caveat. Do we know that the, the vinegar is dangerous? I don't, I don't know if it's dangerous. I'm I, assuming it's very painful. I'm okay with the pain. I don't want to lose my eyesight. But, you know, if it burns for five minutes or whatever, I'm okay with that. I think if you put it in three times a day every day for a week, your eyesight, your eyes would be so red and painful. I don't know that you'd be able to see much. Dude, I'll tell you what. I changed my answer. I'll take the sandpaper. And then I just will hold in my poop for the week. <laughs> just won't poop for a week? Yeah, I'll hold it in. <laughs> I did that at, at Boy Scouts. Dude, that will mess you up, by the way. <laughs> it's not a good plan. But So, yeah, my plan is just spread them wide when you go. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get it all out nice and clean. Uh, and Fewer uh, wipes. Something tells me your laundry is going to be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of axe spray for the week, you know. Spray yourself down with axe. Dude, I'm telling you, man, that, that's not that's not going to be fun. Yeah, that would not be fun either one. All right, so you changed it, so we have three uh, three yeah, sandpapers. So. Yeah, it works to hold in your crap. It's not recommended by anyone, but but it does work, and I think I would so as to not bleed. Because I guarantee, you, I mean, what grit sandpaper? 120? 80. 280? Yeah, you're not lasting one poop before you are bleeding, uh, you know, uncontrollably. I don't know what you do to yourself in the bathroom, but I'm thinking I can get by with some 60 grit. I'm just, I think I'm more gentle. Dang, I guess. I guess 60 grit. You really get in there and. Like, I got to buy the softest of the soft, like silk. Any, any you have a sensitive tush. I guess. All right. Well, there's our answer for that. Um, let's move on to, okay, uh, so we've done what we have done. Now, what what would your dream vacation be? Let's start with you this time, Dustin. If you had to go, could go anywhere in the world, where is it? And what would you do there? So I've been, I've been wanting to go to Europe. I mean, you know, just kind of do the whole travel through Europe ride the trains kind of just not stay in one spot and kind of move it around um but this uh, couple in my neighborhood actually just took a four-month cruise and you get on four months four month you get on in um can't remember if they got on the east coast or west coast wait four month or four week Four month cruise. Is it like around the world? Yeah, so it's around the world cruise. So you get on one of the coasts, and there's fifty stops. So there's fifty ports that you take. What does that cost? Twenty five grand a person. Wow. So you get they're retired. So you get on this boat, and then you go around the world, fifty stops, um, and it sounds way cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. It does. And I said, man, like that's I mean, twenty five grand per person for four months of vacation. Actually, if you think about it, it's really not that expensive. You're getting room, board, uh, food. F- that's about board. six oh, six sorry. grand a month. Uh, yeah, and that includes that includes excursions. Um, she said it includes some excursions. Uh, entertainment. I mean, everything. I guess you know. I mean, it's a lot of money. It's that's fifty grand uh, between her and her husband. But to do four months, and this is the second time they've done it. 
So wow, that sounds awesome. What did they do for work that they can afford a hundred thousand dollars in cruise vacation? Well, they're both retired. <laughs> I don't know what they did. They, Maybe they're in bad health. Retirement's not going to pay that, so you got to have something saved up. And they're in bad health and how to put it on a credit card and then oh, if you like it, then make a minimum payment for the next twenty card. years. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think that's what I'm going to do when I'm old. Come get me when I'm in the grave. I didn't want to touch too much on the finance portion of it, but yeah, I'm sure. it, sounds it sounds epic. Really cool. yeah, yeah, it does. Just put it all on the credit card and make a minimum payment on the credit card until you die. That's funny. Scott, you're a clever guy. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be driving a Lambo when I'm 99. That's right. <laughs> At least for a couple of years. For a couple months anyway. A couple of days. Right. <laughs> what about you, John? So that's your dream, to take this cruise? Uh, Yeah. It, that sounds I mean, pretty awesome. There's a couple other things I'd like to do. I'd like to go to Antarctica. Well, so, okay, that's a that's awesome. What and it sounds freezing. It doesn't. Sounds like it's not very realistic, opposite. though. Like, no. what's a realistic vacation that you could do as a family that you want to do? So the Antarctica thing is realistic. No, okay, that's fine. I didn't say I. I meant oh. the other because you're you're not going to spend one hundred fifty thousand to take your family on a world cruise. No, so. No. Well, well, this is a, this is after my kids are gone. Oh, after your kids are gone. Okay. Uh, a realistic cruise with my kids would probably just be probably maybe Disney Hawaii. Cruise? No, I I like to cruise. It's fun. I don't know if I necessarily want to cruise with my kids. Um, I going on a cruise, you get a lot of time to lounge around and do nothing. And I don't want to have to entertain my kids on the boat. I thought they had lots of stuff there, to, that you could go send your kids off to. and and There is. That's true. But I've never done a cruise. I would like to. Though. I still want to just go lay on the cruise and not have to worry about if my kids made it to the activity or if they're in the pool or whatever. Like, like I took a cruise with my wife, and it was great. And it's like, what do you want to do? I don't want to go take a nap sure we're stuck on this boat let's go take a nap so yeah it was kind of fun nice i think cruising with people would be more fun too so sometime we'll plan it i've been trying to plan a cruise with friends for yeah, 10 years let's do it there's always a reason why i can't but it's something that both my wife and i have always wanted to do we can do a podcast from the deck of the ship here in the sunny coast of venezuela <laughs> wow so antarctica that's your uh, I saw. I never thought anything about Antarctica, and then my wife is uh, the PR person for a ballet company here in the valley, and the president of the ballet company uh, just took a, a vacation to Antarctica, and I was like, I didn't even know that was a possibility. Like, but she did it. Sounds cold. Sounds like the opposite of Vegas. Supposedly, it was awesome. Both both uh, ends of miserable. I, I bet it would be pretty spectacular to be down there and see penguins and whales and i don't know whatever else they have there it would be the ice spectacle yes so what about you john um so vacation is a tricky thing and the second you try and pin one down that's your favorite or whatever someone's like well i did this and you're like dang that sounds cooler (laughs) (laughs) so i i would say that i we would be very happy to hit some national parks, maybe some that we haven't hit, maybe something on the East Coast, or even some state parks like Gobma Valley or, or Arches or whatever. They have really nice facilities. Um, they book out way fast, though, way fast. So 
I, I would enjoy that. Um, out of state, uh, you know, or out of country, let's say, I would really like to visit um, like really cool uh, hiking and scenery things, maybe cool animals. I don't know, like an African safari where no animals are harmed in the making of the safari or whatever, you know. Mm, man, or <laughs> brings back memories <laughs> of Zoom beats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like uh, New Zealand. Um, I was really impressed by the scenery in Lord of the Rings and, you know, the majority of that shop or that uh, movie was filmed in New Zealand. And I'd love to visit Australia. Um, I'm a big fan of Steve Irwin and uh, I think that's his name. I hope it's his name. Anyway, big fan, and he's passed away, but he's got a family, like, zoo or whatever, and his wife still does stuff there, and I'd like to see that. So, His I, his son is like a mini Steve Irwin. He's just taking that rein and acts just like him, talks just like him. I love that Does guy. the animal thing. It's he mesmerized cool. me during, you know, when he was around. I look forward to his show so much. I'm surprised he lived as long as he did. He, he was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's messing with poisonous steaks and, I don't know. Poisonous everything. Alligators. Dangerous. Dangerous everything. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So I, I really liked him. I, I'm just, th- my point is, is there are so many places that I would love to see. There's so many. The world's which a big one, place. Which ones are feasible and which one I could pick as my favorite. I'm sure whichever one was most epic would become my favorite. But we have so many options. I'd love to see the Great Wall. I, th- I think that that's really cool. Um I've seen these people jump off of of planes and use flight suits and fly through the um, the rock pillars or whatever in Asia where it's super foggy, it's super dangerous, and that looks super cool. You know, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's hard to pin down a, an ultimate vacation. This world is a is a pretty epic place. Um, and I think you would so try to fit that all into one vacation since you yeah. drove to Yellowstone, Vegas, yeah, L.A., yeah. and then back up to I guess, okay, back. here's my dream vacation uh, where I got to do whatever I wanted for a, a specific amount of time and didn't have to worry about what it cost. And then I would just plan cool stuff. Just do whatever came to you that day? Yeah. Nice. How about so, you? So, I, you know, I really love your original idea that you mentioned. I, I really want to go to Europe, and I want to, you know, spend – two, three, maybe even four weeks there just going from country to country, riding the rail, attending a bunch of soccer games. Um, No shortage of those. Yeah, they're everywhere. So I would love to just go see a bunch of Europe. And then my second would be to go to Thailand. Um, You know, you see some of these. (laughs) Arms off the table. You're like banging your mic. Movies that – where they the scenery there just looks incredible. All these little islands that they have everywhere, and I, I would love to go experience some of that um, to be able to see some of those cool islands that you always see on the movies. And then I wouldn't mind going someplace with a beach. Tropical. You sound like a beach guy, like Scott with his little drink with his little uh, olive. Why do I? Know? I only said beach in one of those three. I know, but uh uh-uh. uh What color is your speedo? No, you're gross. 
Gross. No, I was picturing your go to Vegas and read a book. Like if you had your choice, it would be a beach and reading a book. But since yeah. you don't have it, I, don't I like beaches a lot. I've always been fascinated by the ocean. But Scott's it's blue, by the way. No, it's made out of a British flag. It, uh, it's it's it, Argos. It's actually a leopard print. It's <laughs> terrible. It's made out of a real flag, and it's a, and it's a thong. <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> Can't get that image out of my yeah, head. Can't, can't unsee that. Okay. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's uh, that's what I would if I you know those are my th- top three. I'd eventually like to take a cruise. I haven't done that just to experience it. So I think so at some point we'll probably plan and do a cruise. I don't know where yet though. There's a lot of cruising opportunities. Some of these river cruises look really cool. Um, that they like have. Through the yeah, I would like that. So you know uh, even just like. Go take a boat up the Mississippi. I think that would be pretty oh, cool. Like but know, no, I mean other like in Europe oh. or on the river. So, so here's a here's a quick way to get your feet wet on a cruise, and that's do the. Uh, there's a cruise that does Catalina Island, and then goes down to um, Rio Grande. We're not allowed to go to Mexico. Ensenada, and then we can't go to Mexico. You don't have to get off the boat if you don't want to. What's the point of going on a cruise if you don't get off the boat? Well, dude, I'll tell you what. Some some of the best part of being on a cruise is being on the boat. Why can't you go to Mexico? Because we'll we'll get killed. Oh. Is that a thing right now? So. Sort of, yeah. There's there's a lot of violence going on in Mexico. So So remember the 24-hour buffet in Vegas? Yes. Well, now you get four 24-hour buffets. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. On a cruise ship. So Catalina Island. So you, you so you get on the boat, and then you kind of stay in that port. And depending on what time you get on the boat, like we got on the boat at like 8 o'clock in the morning. And then it leaves port at 5 o'clock at night. So we spent that whole day kind of just hanging out on the boat. Most people don't check in as early as we did, but we had problems with flights. Then you get on the boat, and the boat circles in the ocean because Catalina is only 26 miles away. So the next morning you wake up on Catalina Island and you get out and that's really fun. And then you get back on the boat in the evening and then they shoot down to Ensenada. So we went to Ensenada and it's Ensenada is built for this cruise ship to pull into port. And we did an excursion. So they arranged for a boat or for a bus. We got on this excursion. We drove down to uh, this thing called El Bufadora. We got off the boat. We saw that. We went through this little uh, swap meet area right there, got back on the bus. They drove us to downtown Ensenada. They got us off in this museum, got us back on, took us back to the boat. We got back on. And then you spend a day getting back up to California. Um, so you spend that whole next day on the boat, and then you get off. Yeah. What's that good. cost? Oh, it's it pretty so cheap. You can get cruise cheap if you try hard enough. We, upgr- so. we upgraded to almost – not the most expensive room, but like I would say one level down from the most expensive. And it was um, 500 a person, but you can get on that boat for $200 a person. If you don't care, like having a port window or anything, I mean, you can get on that cruise for 400 bucks, you know, for two people, you can't pay for hotel and food or anything for that. Cost. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And it's multiple days and stuff. Yeah. So uh, there you have it. There is all our vacation wants and dreams. So why don't you let us know what 
your best vacation uh, or what you would like to do in the comments. I'm kind of sad we didn't get to touch on maybe worst. All right, worst vacations. There you go. Something to look forward to in a future episode. Worst vacation experiences, so we'll save that. Uh, That's our time for this week. Uh, Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you listening. And for John... Keep it real, yo. And Dustin. I just want to put a plug in to hit us up on something. Facebook, Instagram, some comments and something would be cool. Um, But other than that, I I enjoy doing the podcast, enjoy talking to you guys. So it's been fun. And I'm your host, Scott, out for another week. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. again for joining us on this week's podcast you can find more episodes show notes and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com you can also find us on all the social media platforms like facebook twitter and instagram if you enjoyed this week's podcast please like comment and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice once again thanks for listening and catch us next week for a brand new episode You stayed to the very end. Lucky you.